This is a Socialist News and Views special interview. I'm Nick Schillingford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis with this special interview. On Socialist News and Views, we let folks introduce themselves. Do you just want to tell listeners who you are? My name is Owe Lakenfa. I'm a trade unionist, journalist, and human rights activist in Nigeria. And now upcoming, you have the International Centenary Conference on Lenin, Leninism, Africa, and the World coming up 21st to 24th January 2024 in Abuja, Nigeria. Uh, the, the event marks 100 years since the death of Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov, known as Lenin. Uh, in the information that I saw about the conference, it said, quote, the birth as well as the death of such a political giant demands commemoration, end quote. Can you just talk about the conference, you know, what it is, what you guys will be discussing and how people can participate? Well, Lenin was one of the most intellectual human beings in the world, the world has ever known. He was a lawyer also. He had a lot of ideas. He was pro-working class and pro-poor. So we thought that we could look at his ideas, especially now that the world is in such turbulence, with wars all over the place, with economic crisis. So we thought we could look at his ideas. Can his ideas help us in any way? Can it help humanity? Can we discuss them? Are they archaic? Were there problems with the ideas? Or were they good? Are there aspects we can take? And after we can leave out. So it's a whole thing about looking at Lenin and his politics and its effect on the world. You don't forget that he led the Russian Revolution of October 1917. And that, in turn, gave rise to revolutions across the world, the entire world, in Africa, in Asia, you know, in Latin America. So we said, look, let's look at the ideas of this man. You get it. And um, let's see whether I can pick anything from it. Yeah, and, you know, one item mentioned within the themes for the conference uh, says, quote, Marxism-Leninism as an emancipatory theory for analyzing, understanding, and tackling the current problems of democracy, development, uh, and underdevelopment of Africa and the world, end quote. You know, currently my wife and I are finishing up listening to the audiobook version of How Europe Underdeveloped Africa by Walter Rodney. Um, you know, how do you see Leninism or Marxism-Leninism Marxism as different in understanding and analyzing, you know, democracy, development, and then underdevelopment, you know, when compared to, say, you know, liberalism or neoliberalism and how they look at this idea of development and underdevelopment? When Africa was uh, under colonialism, the books that held us were the ideas of Lenin, Marx, and Engels. They were the books that propelled us, our, our leaders, that told us that there's an alternative to the West, to colonialism, and that we could fight, and if we fought, we could win. So these are the books that held us, and uh, in practice, it was the Soviet Union that stood by us in those days. It fought on our side, it, I mean, sorry, it gave us hands, like in Algeria, in South Africa, in Namibia, 
in Cape Verde, in Guinea-Bissau, in Angola, in Mozambique. It was the, 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 the soldiers that gave us arms and also trained our people to fight and resist colonialism and fight for independence. So those are the ideas on which we were brought up. And uh, we found that all countries in Africa that continued on the development path of the West never developed, that we remained underdeveloped. So we knew that there are other alternatives, that capitalism is not natural. It is not God-given. It is part of human existence and human experience. And that all we need to do is to work and change it for a better pattern. Because don't forget that capitalism itself was a revolution. And so all we just try to do is understand that revolution, the capitalist revolution, and now we can use it for our own purpose. And that is the whole idea of embracing Marxism and Leninism in Africa. Now, you know, the call for abstracts, I saw also says themes will include, quote, the role of Marxism, Leninism in understanding contemporary problems, crises and challenges of imperialism and development of Africa and the world, end quote. Now, um, you know, we talked a little bit about all the crises. There's a lot of things going on right now, especially at the moment. There's, you know, as you mentioned, wars going on. Um, you know, two of the biggest crises of capitalism across the globe, even outside of those zones, um, you know, of capitalism and imperialism are, um, you know, and I think this applies to Africa as well. Obviously, poverty on the one hand, you know, there's the cost of food, the cost of other goods has gone up around the world, um, you know, and this has been impacted by these wars as well, um, as well as the natural environment, um, you know, destroying the natural environment, climate change, pollution. Um, you know, these you, we talked about de underdevelopment. These European countries are taking natural resources out of, uh, uh, you know, out of Africa and leaving behind the, the pollution, the polluting, but not uh, providing the, the support and the wages and things. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on what Marxism and Leninism has to say about these crises, the crisis of, you know, uh, poverty on the one hand and then, you know, this climate crisis, environmental crisis on the other hand? What Marx and Engels did was to study the capitalist system and to say that, look, what the capitalist is interested in is profit. So they're not interested in human beings, the state of health, the development of people. No, they're not. They're interested in profit. And Engels emphasized that the basic development of mankind is on labor. That it was labor that developed humanity. And that uh, labor is the creator of wealth. And so, in understanding that, we can interpret our own society. And don't forget that what happened was after the Second World War, the West put in place institutions like the International Monetary for the IMF, the World Bank, and later developed the WTO. All these agencies are for the benefit of Western, of the, of the West, not for all. And that is why any day the IMF leadership, the leader must be appointed by Europe. The leader of the World Bank must be appointed, um, you know, by America, must just be an American. 
So they are divided the world. They are divided in world in such a way that they think all we need to do in the other developed countries is to supply raw materials while the West will produce them. And so any attempt to challenge this is seen as a war against the rest of the world. And so we say, look, in Nigeria we produce oil. Why must we export all our crude oil? Why not refine our oil and sell? And they tell you that's not our, our, our own part of the, the baggage. For them, the way the world is structured is that there must be years and fetters of wood and water. And that is what we reject. And so we say, look, let everybody try to develop at its own pace. Try to find food, shelter, clothing, and good health for its citizens. And it's saying that, that the government must be interested in those things. Must be interested in development of... You froze up for one second there. Okay, sorry. So, so, so that's the whole idea. The whole idea is that, look, let's look at all ideas, criticize them, and uh, come up with uh, whatever solutions that are possible. Yeah, if, you know, like you said, if labor creates all wealth, then the people that are doing the labor should be in charge of uh, deciding how to use that wealth, like you said, to create healthy communities, uh, to support their families and, and, and these things. You know, I really appreciate you speaking with me, Owe. Um, you know, is there anything else you want to say about Marxism, Leninism, about Lenin the man or the upcoming conference um, before we go? And can you just remind people how they can find information about the conference? Yeah, the conference is taking place in Nigeria, January 21 to 23. And uh, anybody who is interested, you know, can come, can Google us anyway and send us messages. We are open. It's going to take place in Abuja. So we're open for everybody. We're open to all ideas. Any idea is, 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 is welcome. Whether you support Marxism or Islam, it doesn't make a difference. The, the, what, the issue is let us discuss and move humanity forward. And will any of this be, um, will folks be able to see any of this remotely or will you have to be uh, there in person to participate or we'll, see anything? Yes, we will have virtual uh, meetings also. And people will be wherever, wherever you are in the world can look up to us. That's fantastic. Well, I really appreciate your time and I really appreciate, uh, appreciate you speaking with me. I saw in the uh, information on the abstracts that... Um, and I don't know exactly when I'll get this out, um, that they can Google you and that you want abstracts no later than October 31st of this year. Um, and then you'll contact folks by November 30th um, if you accept the abstracts so that they can get their full paper in. And it sounds like the full papers are supposed to be in by December 15th. Um, and then you'll select papers for the conference in January. I really appreciate your time away. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ali. Yeah, take care. Thank you. Good night. And that's our special interview. Thanks for listening. Solidarity. This has been a Socialist News and Views special interview.